Welcome to the Luminous Life Podcast. My name is Lori Marie, and I'm a spiritual teacher, certified fearless living coach, healer, soon to be Vita grad for trauma-informed somatic love, sex, and relationship coaching, artist, and psychic medium. All the things <laughs> for sensitive souls who want to discover their gifts, claim their confidence, own their worth, make an impact in the world, and become the powerful creator you're meant to be. I absolutely love helping you up-level your life, claim your desires, and help you see the infinite potential that lies within you. It is my mission and passion to give you the tools, teachings, resources, strategies, and support you need to create the life of your dreams and to live a luminously, divinely guided life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of personal development to maximize your influence, your impact, and your life. If you're ready to be lit up by life, own your awesome, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. It's time to become epically free and unapologetically you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if something resonates, be sure to tag us on social media at Lori Marie Loves and rate the podcast. It helps us out a great deal, and I so, so appreciate it. So, let's get started. Welcome back. <laughs> I hope you had a beautiful holiday, whatever type of holiday you celebrated, whether, whether it was some Merry Christmas or Hanukkah or nothing at all, whatever your flavor is, I hope you had a beautiful time with the people you loved and that it was a time of celebration and togetherness. And as you move forward, I'm sure many of you are thinking about the new year, just like I think many of us do, and I thought today would be a good day to talk about New Year's conditioning <laughs> and how you could take a new approach to New Year's if you feel called to do so. Uh, first, I wanted to say that I have spent a lovely time in San Diego during the holiday season. Um, it feels good to be back in California for a bit, taking in some sun. And I went to the ocean and went to one of my favorite places uh, in San Diego, in Ocean Beach. Um, it's a beach called Dog Beach. And I love it because it's essentially a beach for dogs. <laughs> so people bring their dogs. And for those of you who don't know, I'm a huge animal lover. And actually what brought us out here is, um, well, one, I wanted to um, house sit. And we ended up, we, as in my partner, Tony and I, we ended up in San Diego um, house-sitting and also visiting his family since it had been a few years since we'd been back this way. One of the joys of being in partnership with <laughs> someone who has family in another state. I'm sure many of you can relate that, you know, you take turns and visiting loved ones in different areas and places, but you make it work. And it's been great. It's been great to be here, to see some friends, see some family, pet some dogs <laughs> and some kitties. You may actually hear them running around, the little bells. <laughs> so you can hear it in the background. But all in all, it's been a lovely time here in San Diego and it feels good to be back. But I wanted to get into and talk about New Year's conditioning. This isn't something I think a lot of people talk about. 
And I think, I don't know, this is just something I've been thinking about recently and I just kind of wanted to chime in on, on, on the conversation on this. I wanted to bring this conversation to you and bless you. (laughs) The puppy just sneezed. Um, yeah. So with new years, I don't know about you, but every year I, for much of my life, it was like, you know, this belief that like, oh, okay, it's the start of the new year and it's time to, you know, get my act together and (laughs) do all the things I've wanted to do and be the person I want to be. Right. And like, you know, a lot of people set goals of like losing weight or, you know, quitting smoking or, you know, now I'm going to hit the gym. And of course, numbers go up in record, (laughs) record numbers at the gym. There's so many people like joining gyms, wanting to start, you know, getting active and doing all these things. Right. But here's the thing. I don't know about you, but so many times that doesn't work and it doesn't work for many reasons. One of which is when we put these massive expectations on ourselves, it can really create, uh, it can really be problematic, right? Because we set the bar so high and we have this huge burst of momentum, but we peter out, the energy peters out very quickly. And so we just set ourselves up to fail each and every year. And then that can send us into spirals of feeling like, we're never going to achieve our goals. We're never going to be able to, you know, hit the mark. What's wrong with me? You know, we can really spiral into some places that are not helpful at all. Um, I speak from experience, especially when I was always trying to lose weight. This was very problematic for me because every year I'd set this goal or this, this expectation of like, okay, yeah, now this is going to be the year right? This is going to be year. I'm going to finally take control of my weight and I'm going to like lose all this weight and get it together. Right. But the problem was I was not taking a very loving approach to not only how to care for my body, but how to incorporate this in as part of my lifestyle. And so with that, oftentimes it could send me into spirals of feeling like, um, like it was never going to happen and feeling like I had failed once more and feeling like, um, well, there, there's certain points in my life where it felt like, okay, well, I've really screwed this up. So then I would go into, um, cycles or binges or patterns of self-destruction. And then I would, you know, binge eat for months, sometimes more at a time because I would set the bar so high and have these expectations of myself to reach this imaginary line I set for myself and then I'd fail every time, right? I just, the energy would peter out, I'd get exhausted or I didn't feel like going to the gym or whatever the thing was and then I'd feel like once again, another year where I didn't do it or I couldn't do it. And I think it's really important to kind of look at like the conditioning that has been placed on us around being productive, 
during a time where we're actually still in winter. And the fact is, we actually, you know, the other day I was talking um, with Tony about this, and we were just kind of talking about, like, why is New Year's in January, right? It doesn't make sense. Like, when you just sit and stop to think about it, it doesn't really make sense. Like, why is it we're supposed to be these productive, like, goal-getting, new year following, you know, people, (laughs) like productive people in the time where in this part of the world, anyway, we are very much still in winter. Winter is the time seasonally and within nature where you've gone inward. You're still healing. You're still hibernating. You're still reflecting on what has been. And so it doesn't make sense to mess with our cycles in that way, right? It's like we're being asked to be productive during a time when we're actually still supposed to be in like a type of hibernation and inward mode. And we started getting curious about this and we just looked it up. And it was really interesting to find out that actually... New Year's used to be um, around March 25th, which makes more sense, right? Spring, spring is about time of renewal, new energy, new life, new, new birth. It's like things are coming alive. They're awakening. They're waking up. They're coming, you know, coming forward, coming in bloom. Well, this was all decided on some dude back in the, like, 1750s Roman Republic um, times where the calendar was revised. Some Roman dude thought it was a good idea, and you can look up the history of all this, but some guy thought it was a good idea that we should move the calendar from March 25th to January 1st. And that's it. That's why we have New Year's in the middle of winter, which, again, does not make sense when you think of it from a, you know, a a very, like, nature, um, cyclical, seasonal, you know, one with the planets and the, and the, the um, one with nature kind of, aspect, right? So we're not meant to, at the beginning of the new year, be diving in and rushing forward. In fact, it's a time where we're still going inward and we're reflecting, we're processing, we're discovering who we've been and who we want to be going forward. And so I thought this was an interesting conversation to have because up until this year I hadn't really thought about this but it's another way we've become disconnected from ourselves and from nature it's another way that we are um, treating ourselves more like machinery versus human beings and if we followed our own cycles and our own systems and we follow our own way of being this would be 
we'd be in more right relationship with ourselves and with the planets and nature and the animals and everything around us. And so I ask you to consider what if you could actually honor your cycle and not just your inner cycle, but the cycle of the seasons, the cycle of the planets, the cycle of the moons. It's not about allowing certain planetary energies to um, overrule you or to have some sort of power over you, right? A lot of times we are, um, I, I see people many times, especially in the, the spiritual spaces, talk about like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. I can't do anything for three weeks. No, you are, you have free will and you are more powerful than that, okay? And by giving your power away to things outside of yourself, that creates a lot of leaky energy. But what I'm suggesting is, what if you can tune into your own cycle, your own way of being, your own inherent nature? Now, if it feels good to you to like make a bunch of goals, make a bunch of lists, write it down and take steps towards that, great. I'm not saying don't do that, but just tune into why am I setting these goals, right? What is it I actually want? And at the end of the day, not only what is it that I want, but how do I really want to feel? And then what will support you in helping you feel that way? So instead of setting some arbitrary goals, like, well, I want to lose 50 pounds. Okay, great. But like, why? Why do you want to lose 50 pounds? You want to be in a healthier body? You want to feel lighter? You want to, you want to, um, you know, wear clothes that you enjoy more? Or you just want to feel overall healthier? Like, what is your why? Why do you want what you want? And if you had those things, right? You lost 50 pounds, you were in a lighter body, you could wear all the clothes you wanted to wear, which by the way, that's a myth. You can wear whatever clothes you want to wear now. You have to seek them out sometimes, but you can in fact wear what you want to wear. I just mentioned that because I myself used to have all these rules about what I could or couldn't wear based on my size. None of that is true. So instead, but what would those things give you? If you were able to wear what you want to wear, you want to have the body you want to have, which by the way, you have the body you have, so learn to love it because it's yours forever. Can't change that. So how can you find more self-acceptance for yourself? How can you find more acceptance for your body and the skin that you're already in? And how do you want to feel? What would that give you? right? If losing 50 pounds is the goal, what will that give you? How will you feel? Because if it's coming from a place of lack or a place of not enough, I can tell you from experience that even if you lose the weight, you will still not feel like enough. You may have a little burst of excitement and confidence because people, unfortunately, they validate you a lot when you've lost weight. People make comments all the time like, wow, you look so great, you look so skinny. I heard a lot of that this week um, with other women, especially amongst other women. It was like, 
you know, one woman would comment on another woman's body. Actually, I think I need to add that to one of my lists. I have an ongoing list of podcast episode ideas, and there's one that I'm including on um, things we need to normalize, and I think that should be one of them. I'm just going to make a note of that, that we, you know, don't need to be commenting on other people's bodies. I think that's a, especially when they've lost weight, um, because that too sets in a lot of uh, beliefs and ideas that we're not enough unless we look a certain way and unless, excuse me, we're being validated in a certain way. And I think that can be really toxic and harmful. And so, but ask yourself, like, why do I want what what I want? What will that give me? What feeling will I have? What will this allow me to experience that I don't feel like I already am experiencing or that I already have? It's important to know why you want what you want. Because otherwise we seek out arbitrary goals for reasons we don't even understand or know. And then we're kind of cruising on autopilot, not knowing really why we ever, why we're even going after what we want or knowing why we want what we want. So just ask yourself this year, why do you want the goal or goals that you're setting? And are they coming from a place of abundance a belief that I have enough, I am enough, and I want to experience this, my soul would love to experience this, or is it coming from a place of lack? I'm not enough, I'll never be enough, I won't have enough if I don't do this thing, if I don't accomplish this goal. Like, why do you want what you want? We'll explore this further in the next section. Now, again, I don't want to kill your mojo, your vibe, your aliveness in creating your New Year's resolutions, but I invite you to really just ask yourself, why do I want what I want? So tapping into your desires is going to help you, it's going to actually help fuel your desires because if you know why you want what you want, you know how it is you want to feel having that thing. And if you can feel and act as if it's already happening, you're that much more likely to call it to you, towards you, attract it, be it, do it. (laughs) And so I really invite you to explore not only why do you want what you want, but also when setting resolutions and goals, maybe put those aside and instead take a look at setting some intentions, setting getting clear on what it is you desire and how you want to feel. And in those feelings, how can that support you all year long? So if you're feeling, every year I like to think of a word to describe how I want to feel, right? This last year was luminous and it's something I actually want to carry through to this year because I love the word. It's so juicy and so like alive for me and so bright and like... (laughs) When I think of luminous, I just think of like being lit up from the inside out. It's why I named the podcast what I did. It's like, I want to glow from the inside out. I want to feel alive from the inside out. 
I don't want it to come from outside sources. I don't want it to come from like I need validation or anything else from anybody else for me to feel that way. And nothing else outside of me will affect me or, or knock me off of feeling that luminous feeling. So what I like to do is create a word, right? A word that I want to feel. So my word, I'm carrying it through to this year as well, is luminous, right? So what I like to do then is say, okay, if I felt luminous, right? If I feel into that word, how does that feel in my body? It feels bright and shiny and alive and glowing and it feels electric. It feels like the 80s. (laughs) It feels like juicy and bright and colorful and uh, neon. And just when I really feel into that word and I really like let that word sink in to feel luminous, to feel lit up by life, to feel alive and glowing. What would that look like? If I had a visual representation, what would that look like? And from there, I head on over to Pinterest and I create a board that reflects how I will feel in feeling luminous. So what kind of clothes would I wear? What kind of style would I bring into my life? What kind of elements or things would help me to uh, support me in feeling more luminous, right? Because I always want to check in. I do this about every six to six months to a year. I'll check in with how do I want to feel and does my clothing, my self-expression, my hair, my style, my whatever, does that represent how I want to feel because that's a big part of it for me that may not be a big part of it for you but for me how I dress what I wear how I style myself how I style my space um, what I bring into my world and into my life and into my energy all plays a big part in this and I'll share my Pinterest link below so you can check it out what my luminous life looks like right? It's kind of another way of vision boarding, I guess you could say, but I focus more on how do, it, how do I want to feel and then knowing why I want to feel that way, right? And then to describe that visually on a board, like how would I dress? What would it look like? What color from the, what color lipstick would I wear? What color like nail polish do I want on? Um, what kind of activities will I do, right? So diving into a lot of the like, not only self-expression, but also what kind of activities do I want to bring into my life? Some big ones for me are I want to pole dance. I want to um, check out a local burlesque show. I want to um, bring in a lot of activities that cultivate my sensuality, my sexuality, right? And by doing so, this will all help me tap into and cultivate that feeling of luminous, feeling lit up by life, feeling, for me, a lot of um, what really makes me feel alivened and well and abundant. And abundance doesn't just come in the form of money, but it comes in the form of ideas, um, you know, people, environments, the things I surround myself all matter to me, right? So 
I bring in a lot of these elements when it comes to, you know, making sure like when I'm, for example, when I'm uh, creating a meal, right? I really take the time to make it beautiful and pleasurable and I I put things together and I take things out of wrappers and I, you know, I make sure that they're colorful and like I want my food to feel alive and luminous as well as me because whatever I'm putting in me is also uh, being reflected back out of me, <laughs> so to speak. So I like to bring this into all areas of my life. How can I make my relationships more luminous? How can I make my connections and my community and my um, purpose and how can I add more luminous feelings into my everyday? What does that look like for me, right? For me personally, that looks like, um, like I said, bringing style into my life, style and self-expression through my body, through the food that I prepare. Um, Travel is a big one for me creating a space that feels really beautiful, surrounding myself with things I love like animals and music and um, taking classes and connecting in ways with myself and my body that I haven't before. Like all of these are ways that I like to bring in and cultivate the feeling I want to carry through throughout the year. And so it's a new and, and maybe a little bit different way to look at your new year's resolutions and goals, but in a way that actually not only feels good, but it's not that you're setting up these huge expectations and these, um, these markers that you'll never meet. And I'm not saying you won't necessarily meet them, but what a, why not take a more, uh, fun approach and an approach that feels good, right? Instead of feels like a punishment, like when it comes to your goals, are you doing it to punish yourself? And to are you doing it in a way that's punishing? Like, oh, if I don't make this goal, then I it means something about me, right? Instead, creating a intention for how you want to feel throughout the year, it just it's so much lighter and feels so much yummier. And it allows for space space to grow, space to evolve, space to honor your cycle. Like for me, doing that, like, I know what that feels like, right? To like, oh, it's New Year's. Okay, now I'm going to dive in. I'm going to do it all different. I'm going to be different and all these things. Like, it just, I laugh now because of how many times I've done that over my life, right? And it doesn't feel good. It doesn't honor where I'm at and it doesn't honor what my energy and my energy system needs, right? Right now, I'm still in winter. (laughs) Like, I'm like cozy, cuddled up on the couch right now. Like, I got a puppy by my foot and a cat by my head, and I'm recording this podcast, but it's like chill, and it feels good, and it's, it's like the way that I want to work right now. And come spring, yeah, I'll be out and more alive and lively and whatever, but like, I'm honoring where I'm at and I'm honoring my circle and I'm still bringing my cycle, not my circle. (laughs) And I'm still bringing in that element of not only how do I want to feel, but what will support me in feeling that way and how can I carry that through 
throughout the year without it being this rigid thing that I'm going to like abandon, therefore ultimately abandoning myself and then beating myself up for it later, right? So it's a much gentler, heart-opening, more of a heart-opening approach to moving forward throughout the year. So if it resonates, give it a try. It's always an invitation. I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. But if that feels, if you're sick of feeling like you make resolutions every year and you just, they fall by the wayside or you give up or you beat yourself up for not following through, this may be an approach to try. Because I can tell you what, it's a hell of a lot more fun (laughs) and it's a hell of a lot more uh, interesting to really cultivate the feeling you want to feel and to be able to um, practice it instead of, it feels like practicing versus performing. I feel like the New Year's resolutions feels like a performance, right? Oh, I got to jump in there with everybody else and like do the thing and get it done and whatever, right? versus no I'm practice I'm practicing cultivating the feeling I want to feel and I'm doing it all throughout the year and it's actually something I want to do it's something pleasurable like for me personally instead of focusing on like oh I have to lose 50 pounds I want to look at ooh what would make me what would support me in feeling really luminous and like lit up from the inside out what would be really fun for me to do Ooh, taking some like some classes, like some pole dancing classes or some classes that help me tap into my sensuality, my sexuality, like that is a great way for me to move my body. That's something I actually want to do. That's something I would get up for, (laughs) right? That I'd want to participate in. So it's a little bit of a reset and a reframe and a different way to look at it that isn't so quite so rigid and quite so uh, it's just not quite so harsh, right? It's a softer way to approach the new year. So what if you can ease on in and open up softly versus feeling like you've got to dive in full force, all systems go, productive, you are not a machine. You're a human being. And you're not meant to run like a machine. I've personally run like a machine many decades of my life. And all that got me was burnout. And a whole lot of resistance. (laughs) Anytime I've pushed myself to be like a machine, to be productive and to hurry up and get somewhere, it's left me burnt out left me feeling defeated, depleted. And so over the years, I've been practicing softening and slowing down and allowing myself to bloom versus shoving the flower open. It's not how we're meant to operate. It's not how we're meant to be in the world. 
You are a human being. You are a soul having a human experience. So how do you want to experience your 2023? If by all means you are like, nope, I'm sticking to my goals. I'm sticking to my, my to-do list. All power to you. I celebrate you. But if you want a gentler way of approaching the new year, which doesn't mean you don't do anything or you don't achieve anything or you don't um, invite yourself into anything new, just taking a softer approach to it. You're allowing yourself to unfold naturally. And you're putting things in place that support you in how you want to feel. So if you want to experience peace in 2023, what would that look like? How would you dress? How would you go throughout your day? How would your, what would your morning look like? If you could bring peace throughout the year, how would you approach work? How would you approach your family? How would you approach your love life? Focus on how you want to feel and what would support you in feeling that way. This is my invitation for you in 2023. And as we go along, I will do a little check-in and let you know how practicing being luminous in myself, in my body, is going. And I'd love to hear what your one word is, how you want to feel, and how you're going to support yourself in feeling that way. So share with me on IG or DM me and let me know. How do you want to feel in 2023? And what's going to support you in feeling that way? I'm sending you so much love. And I'll see you next year. <laughs>the new year's resolutions and instead commit to how you want to feel need clarity support and accountability while you're at it grab a month of boxer support with psychic in my pocket 24 7 support right at your fingertips boxer is a fun walkie-talkie app that makes it super fun to connect and gives total sleepover vibes all while being supported all month long by me a trauma-informed energy healer coach and psychic medium Stay on track and committed to how you want to feel and watch your desires manifest before your very eyes. Click the show notes for details. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to leave us a review, share with a friend, or take us on social media at Lori Marie Loves and let me know what was your biggest takeaway, what stood out to you from today's episode. I'd love to hear from you and have a gorgeous day.